Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Due diligence. Undercover dog poop patrols are planned in Cork City as part of a new campaign to tackle dog fouling. And Cork City Council's litter wardens will report for duty in civilian clothes to carry out out-of-hours enforcement activities in areas of the city which have been identified as dog-fouling black spots. Section 22 of the Litter Pollution Act 1997-2009 requires that a person in charge of a dog shall immediately remove any dog faeces from a public place or face. Uh, an on-the-spot litter fine of €150, as if you're throwing away some dirt or whatever. Uh, The maximum court fine, by the way, if you don't pay that fine, is €3,000. Or you could go to jail if you continue to be in Egypt and not pay it. But it emerged last year that not a single dog-fouling fine has been issued by Cork City since 2017. And that just four fines have been issued since the Act was actually introduced in 1997. Seems like a bit of a waste of legislation if it's not being used. David Joyce is the Director of Operations at Cork City Council, who is now going deep, deep undercover. David, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Niall. How are you? Are you going deep undercover, David? I personally am not going deep undercover, but Cork City Council, obviously, is mm. is very concerned about the, the image of the city and making sure that the city is a clean and safe environment. Absolutely. So our, our Lord Mayor, along with our Dog Fouling Committee of Council, launched um, a number of initiatives earlier this year under the Keep Cork Clean banner that the, that the Lord Mayor is supporting. And a lot of that work is around education and engagement. And we feel that in the longer term, education and engagement are going to create a, a, a suite of circumstances whereby people's behaviour will change. Uh, we've seen that with drink driving, for example. It took a long time, but you know the acceptance of drink driving isn't the same as now as it was 30 years ago, and we want to generate the same type of effect in relation to dog fouling in particular, but litter in general. So We, 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 we do need... Here's the problem, Dave, that I see with dog fouling, right, is that you pick up the bit of poo with your little bag and put it in your pocket, and people don't like to carry it around, right, for obvious reasons. So And they can't find a bin. And I find that in a lot of times that I've gone out walking or whatever, if I go out, there isn't... You have to go looking for bins, if we had more bins, do you think that would help people to be more compliant? Unfortunately, I don't. I mean, at the end of the day, there's absolutely no problem or no impediment to you taking that home and putting it in your own bin. Clearly, if you're out walking your dog, you're quite close to your house, so the walk home to put that into your bin is not overly onerous. Right. And if you take a look at recreational facilities, we do provide bins at the car park areas in the vast, vast majority, if not all, of our recreation facilities. So if you're going for a half an hour walk, you can, on the way back to your car, to put, dispose of that bag in a proper refuse receptacle before you get into your car to drive home. Yeah, because there's nothing worse, I'll be honest with you, there's nothing worse than walking in dog poo if you're out for a walk. I mean, you walk in somebody's dog poo. I mean, it's just, it's vile and the smell and everything else. And by the way, from a health perspective too, of course, it's not good for you because there has been cases where people have lost their eyesight through dog poo. Uh, but now, I know that's quite rare, but there's just, it's the inconvenience of it and it's the health hazard of it as well. But um, why do you think people are just not picking it up after them? I don't know. You'd have to ask the people who are not picking it up. I, 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 I do pick up after my dog, so I don't understand the mindset of somebody who wouldn't. And in fairness, now the vast, vast majority of people do. It's yeah. a minority of people to give everybody a bad name. Um, and they're the people that we want to get through to. We want them to understand, as you said, the implications of leaving dog poo behind them in relation to dirt, smell, 
that's being trafficked into people's houses, into people's cars, and the health-related issues as well. I know in Portugal, um, in one of the parks uh, that I was in, they have a roll, uh, as you go in, of bags, that you, or a little a dispenser for bags, uh, that maybe somebody hasn't brought a bag with them, and, and, and this kind of makes them look and go, well, maybe I'll just take one of those bags just in case the dog has a quick one. Is that a possibility too, that we could encourage people by maybe giving some bags, you know, by having a dispenser as you go into, say, a recreational area or or whatever it happens to be where dogs would normally be brought? Again, the purchase of bags is part of one of the key elements of responsible dog ownership. We have undertaken initiatives in the past where we have made dog bags available to people, um, but there will be specific initiatives. I mean, you know, if you want a dog, you go, you know, on a weekly basis, you buy them food, you regularly take them to the vet. The purchase of dog bags is part of dog ownership. And I, and I agree with you. I, know, I don't disagree with you, David. It's everybody's responsibility. It's your own personal responsibility. But in saying that, unfortunately, we do have the thick in society who don't want to, you know, seem to want to play the ball. So maybe that just kind of educates them a little bit that they, you know, if you have a bag in front of them, if you've ever been near them, etc., it helps. And maybe it'll just get them into a mindset of wanting to do it. Because unfortunately, we have to take into consideration that there are people who are non-compliant and insist on being non-compliant and we want to try and educate them. It's not the compliant people we want to educate. No, but unfortunately, Niall, I, I don't think the reason the people aren't picking up after their dogs is they just don't happen to have a bag on them at that moment in time. Mm. I think it's, it's deeper seated than that. I'm not too sure that just the provision of a bag is going to suddenly change somebody's attitude towards dog phoning. I think we have to use a carrot and stick approach. Uh, okay. We're using the engagement and the education. But what we are now doing as well is we're looking to try and use the stick element, which is the, the fines Fine. and enforcement. I don't want to issue any fines to people. I'd much prefer people were compliant. Um, but for those who aren't, we will be out there issuing fines. And how many, how many on-the-spot people are there, or how many people are there to issue the on-the-spot fines? How many enforcement officers do you have for kind of the likes of dog fouling for this particular initiative that you're doing at the moment? Yeah, for this initiative, there'll be, there'll be four or five staff that will be assigned to this initiative. This is a pilot initiative to see how it goes. So we'll do it for a number of nights with four or five staff and see how that goes. We'll evaluate it. And it's a success, so we look to see, to repeat that again into the okay, future. Okay, so just to warn people, they'll be in plain clothes. They won't be wearing a uniform or anything like that. But I'm sure they, when they do come over to you, they'll have to identify themselves, obviously, with, a, with their that, ID. That was, that was a very important point, now, and I'd like to reiterate that. Yes, they, well, they will be in plain clothes. They will be able to identify themselves as a Cork City Council litter warden. So they will be identifiable as a litter warden. That is very, very important that people understand that you won't have random people coming up to you. They will be identifiable as a Cork City Council. But I, I, but I do see the point of it. I think it's a good idea, David, because what I'm thinking to myself as people listening to this today are now thinking to themselves, like we did with the police, for example, or the Garda Shea We always thought a Garda Shea was in a Garda car, and then we learned, oh, well, maybe they might be playing clothes. They might be in you know, a civvy car. We wouldn't know. So it kind of made us behave a little bit better, thinking anybody could be a Garda Shea So now the idea of this is when you're walking through your local park and you're thinking for one minute of leaving the dog poo on the ground, just think the people around you, one of those could be Cork City Council. They could be. And th- that's the whole idea to get that into people's heads that you don't want to get a fine, you don't want to get caught, so just pick the bloody thing up. Exactly. 100%. All right, listen, it's a wonderful initiative. I think it should work because there's nothing worth seeing the dog poo everywhere. Listen, thank you very much indeed, David. Appreciate you coming on there. Uh, David Joyce, Director of Operations, Cork City Council. Remember now, if your dog is having a poo on the ground, there could be anybody standing around to enforce that fine. By the way, I want to just throw it out there. Do the fines go far enough? Really and truly. Do the fines go far enough? 150 quid fine if you're caught letting your dog do a poo on the ground and you just leave it there. I know it's not nice to pick it up, by the way. It's kind of warm and horrible when you put it in the bag and put it in your pocket. But in saying that, it's your dog. You're, I mean, you wouldn't let... If your child 
pooed on the ground. You wouldn't let your child poo on the ground, but I understand dogs are different. But you would pick it up. <laughs> There's a video going around of a guy, I don't know if anyone's seen it, it's going around WhatsApp at the moment, of a man in the middle of London. Have you seen this video, actually? This, I have never seen that. He stops, like it's Oxford Street or somewhere, and he stops outside a shop, like a busy shop and everything. He stops outside, pulls down his pants and has a poo on the ground. And he's in like a suit. And then he pulls his pants back up again. There's a police officer standing behind him going, is he really doing this? She doesn't intervene because obviously it's a bit of an awkward moment. Pulls his pants back up, gets a roll of toilet paper in his briefcase, wipes his bottom, pulls his pants back up, and walks off and just leaves it in the middle of the street. Sorry, I might have seen the video. It's hilariously funny, but very wrong, but I can just point out. But yes, should there be more, a bigger fine? Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. Should we increase the fines to stop people from doing it? Once again, well done, Sharon McMahon. 730 euro. That'd be nice. Bring us all out for dinner. Yeah, Richie says, undercover litter wardens targeting dog poo. A lethal weapon seven sounds terrible. I'm too old for this shit. Let me go to Maura. Maura, you're in Ireland's classic kids. How you doing, Maura? Hey, you know. Well, I mean, I, I don't think it's a bad idea having kind of undercover dog poo war- wardens going around. Absolutely, yeah. Great yeah. idea. Yeah, you shouldn't be leaving your dog poo on the ground. Absolutely not, no. no. Right, okay. So the, the park yeah. beside you, by the way... You... There is, yeah. Now, I would find the problem more so getting to the park, walking through the housing estate... Right. I do notice it on grass where just... What? That's just the dogs are getting excited because they're getting to oh, the yeah, park. Oh, yeah, they just can't hold it in any longer. Yeah, yeah. Right, okay. And there's actually a sign outside one house, you know, possible fine for dog fouling 3,000, <laughs> up to 3,000 euro, you know. Yeah. And there's loads of poo under it. <laughs> right. You know, it's like the dog's well, why there, do you think you people know? don't pick it up? Why do you think that some people are, you know, very diligent about it, but others just don't bother picking it up? They just couldn't be arsed, Noel. Um, they yeah. refuse to buy a little packet of bags that does you, my God, months. Yeah, even Lucy Kennedy, somebody had said here, Lucy Kennedy at the breakfast show mentioned that she didn't have a bag, so she just used her face mask to pick it up. Yeah, Jesus but I suppose Christ. whatever it is. I hope, hope she didn't use the know. face mask afterwards. But, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I was on to you before about in Spain. Right. Now, you were fined. If you're, if you're walking a dog, now the, the civil guard in Spain, the guard they will stop you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's them. But they can stop you and ask you, show me your poo bags. Right. And if you don't have them, you're fine on the spot. Just for not having the bags. The dog hasn't even even gone to the poo yet. For not having the bags. I suppose, yeah. Because if you don't have the bags, you've obviously no intention of picking it up. No intentions of picking it up. Yeah. Unless you're going to put it in your pocket. You're not going to put it in your pocket now. Come on, it's warm (laughs) and you're picking it up in the bag. My God. Don't be worrying about your vaccine. Listen, I'm the same age as you and I'm getting mine tomorrow. But did you get a text? Why haven't I got a text? Because you'll get one now, I'd say, in the next couple of days. Mine came in at 6 Everybody, There's loads of people texting um, in saying they registered last week and they're 56 and 57 and they already got their text and they're going, I didn't get my text. Well, you. I want a bit I, of favouritism here. I'm in the media, you know. Yeah, I think you should get favouritism, <laughs> yeah. I'm joking. But uh, where would be your nearest centre now? Um, well, I think... Bereva Medical and Swords are doing it. Oh, Bereva, yeah. yeah. Now, mine is the Helix Centre, so I suppose it would depend on the volume of people going into each centre, you know? Yeah, yeah. To fit you in, you know? Yeah. But and like, do, I and how much text. notice do they give you when you get the text? Um, the day before yesterday, that evening, I got a text message, say Friday. Right. So. 
and and do they give you an option like say if they if they send me a text and say Monday half twelve, well then that kind of puts me in a bit of a position a bit of a pickle then because listeners need well, to, need you to can, hear it can't if it doesn't suit you right you can change it because it ended up happening to my partner he had to change his because like that woke yeah and um, there's just a button on it that says press this if you need to you know get change. another one yeah. and. It did, and within a matter of two days, he got it on a Sunday morning. So it was like they copped on, you know, this guy works. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So. yeah, okay, well, stay there a second. Let me go to Mary sure. as well. Mary. Hello. Ma- Mary, you were in Portumna Forest Park, and right. there was no bins to put the dog poo in. No. And, and now, what about the car park? Was there bins there? There was no bin. At the same day, there was a van that's after taking over um, a little coffee shop was there a little right what you call it and that's the only bin I've seen there was their bin their bin which is probably overflowing well it wasn't no because they 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 change it regularly but you wouldn't use their bin for dog poop yeah you know that's for takeaway coffees and but there was no bin to be seen yeah which is I mean it, it doesn't entice people to clean up after themselves if they've nowhere to put it you know, yeah. like, mm. well, that's true. I've noticed that myself. Even in the park, there's a lack of bins. And if you've two dogs, you could be walking around with four bags of poo. Yeah, but, you heard, yeah, yeah, but you heard David Joyce there uh, from the council. He said it doesn't matter. You should put it in your pocket and bring it home. Oh, you can't put it in your pocket for God's oh, sake! In the bag, in the bag. I'm talking about. Yeah, in the bag. Yeah, and yeah, bring it home. But the bags have little handles on them. That's what they're for now. Well, yeah, you're tying the little, yeah, but you're tying the little handles. See, oh, yeah, but they still stink. I mean, we yeah. brought ours home that day. We put it in the boot of the car, and the smell of the car. Oh, gee. And we had a half an hour's drive. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. No, yeah. like. Yeah, but but the point he's making is, it's your dog. It's your responsibility. Of course, and I will clean up after my dog. But it's like anybody having a little picnic in the park because they want to put rubbish away. Like, if you had a baby that had a poo and a nappy, you wouldn't just fling the nappy around. You'd bring the nappy home, wouldn't you, in a bag? N- nappy wouldn't stink as much as the dog would stink. Have you ever had, <laughs> have you ever had a baby? The, just keep your dog on the dried food and you're okay. <laughs> I think I'd put a nappy in the dog, it might be easier. But here's the thing. Did you notice years and years ago, right, when dogs had poos, they were white? Yep. Is that, that just bones. my imagination? No, that was bones, because the dogs were given bones years ago. There used to be white dog poo on the ground. Yeah, because it was from the marrow from the bones. The bones, right. No. Yeah, the calcium from the bones, yeah. Yeah, no, there's marrow in the centre of the bone, like a big beef bone. That's what the dog is after, is the marrow, and that was snow white. Right. And And people don't give their dogs bones now, and for very good reason. It's all kibbled now, yeah. It's all kibbled, yeah, Yeah. which makes it easier to pick up now. And they are getting the vitamins from it, you know, so... Right. Okay, so for both of you believe the same problem. Then The problem is bins. But I did put that to David Joyce there, and he says, no, I don't get that's not the problem. As far as I'm concerned, there's no bin. You bring it home with you. Well, I don't... I wouldn't fancy driving an hour or an hour or so away and having to bring back dog poop with me. No. The stink of the car would turn your stomach. Yeah. No, don't get me wrong. I'd clean up after my dog. Of course I would. And then you put your hands in your pocket to get your keys to your car and you feel it as well. It's still at body temperature. Oh. <laughs> still <laughs> warm. Oh. <laughs> and if your dog is not feeling too good that day. <laughs> oh. 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 
I have to go back to work, please. <laughs> <laughs> Mary, it was lovely talking to you too, Maura. Thank Thanks you very, very much, much indeed. Thanks, Thanks, All right, thank you. All right, thanks to everybody who got involved in the show today. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.